0: Welcome to Eat the Scroll, a University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore. We get together twice a week, we chew on God's word, and we share that with you. And um, hopes to encourage you and equip you, um, and get you thinking and chewing on God's word yourself. And uh, hopefully, opening up uh, your eyes and your understanding to new ways that that Scripture is exciting and interesting. Um, and, and just a joy to experience. So this week we have Jarrell S. Carper. Hello. Hello, Jarrell. Jarrell's sipping coffee with his mustache, and he's ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't actually drink it. I just kind of swirl it around.
0: <laughs> just brush the surface of the coffee with your mustache.
1: Yeah, I I always want to drink coffee during the podcast just to create the vibes. Yeah. But with this microphone and having to talk... They don't always go hand in hand.
0: It's a nightmare. Yeah, your lips start sticking to your teeth, your tongue dries up. And <laughs> I'll you're have like, to
1: try water. to ask you some questions so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that...
0: Get me talking so you can drink, a wa- drink your water.
1: <laughs> Hold on, Chris. I got to take some sips.
0: <laughs> so what do you got for us this week, Draw?
1: Yeah, well, it is November something. 16th today? Uh, date, 17th. 17th, date of recording, um, which means we are 11 days away from the beginning of advent in 2021 and we're going to talk about advent what what the heck is advent (laughs) oh i'm glad you asked chris well (laughs) um we'll get to the word uh growing up i did an advent calendar with my family did you do that
0: yeah you punch your fingers through those little holes and you <laughs> scoop out the candy and you eat like five days ahead
1: <laughs> yeah it is um there are christian and non christian versions now i think i think i had we had like a playmobile or a lego one and over the however many days leading up to christmas you could build a lego set or just eat lots of candy and some were like um the nativity scenes, you'd get different pieces. And so um, that was kind of my understanding of Advent growing up. It's a time where we know Christmas is coming. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to get a lot of presents, hopefully. And I get to open little things every day to remind myself that I'm closer, but also still not there to Christmas.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember anyone explaining the Advent calendar to me, aside from the fact that i get treats so yeah. it, it, it never had any significance outside of that to me
1: yeah yeah and so it's um well it's from the, the latin word adventus which means coming and it is a church practice where we anticipate the arrival of christ um the messiah and you know when Uh, This idea sparked, uh, Jamie sent an email today about women's ministry Advent stuff and kind of mentioned that the word holiday comes from the word Holy Day. That, um, you know, in America, we have a particular culture that has created a rhythm, a yearly rhythm around days. We have New Year's Day, (laughs) we have Easter, we have all these other holidays some of them are day. Ar- <laughs> yeah. St. Patrick's day. So some of them have, I mean, even seasons of like summer, it's like, that's when we go do this falls. When we do this Winters when we hunker down and drink hot chocolate or whatever. And, um, the, so the human life I think naturally tends to revolve around, um, days that we look forward to and anticipate and then encounter those days also shape us, um, the particular values and reasons why we look forward to them or anticipate them. And, um, so if you are an American Christian, which I think if you're a part of UOC, you're listen, you know, you're part of our culture. Um, it's very easy to get swept away with what our culture is telling us to celebrate or value in a particular yearly rhythm. So my neighborhood, you know, we go on walks, and one of the houses has all these just inflatable Halloween <laughs> creatures, which I think that's become a thing in the last decade. Go to Home Depot. Spend three hundred dollars on a very giant monster dinosaur for Halloween and then blow it up in your yard
0: <laughs> yeah, and leave it there for two months,
1: <laughs> yeah, and with Christmas it's um the same it's you know it's become a consumeristic holiday. Black Friday's coming up, I mean Ugh. thousands of people are Cyber going Monday. <laughs> to sacrifice sleep and money to buy something they really don't need that they're probably going to throw away that it i I mean the materialism and consumerism of the holiday season just kind of, and the waste, you know, and turned your um, stomach a little bit. Yeah. And so all that to say is there are, there are rhythms that we have in our American calendar. um, But there also is a church calendar. There's a rhythm that Christians have set, which some, some of that overlaps, right? We've adopted particular dates that we share with U S holidays Um, particular meanings have you know i grew up and halloween was pretty much evil but it actually is one of the more christian holidays (laughs) (laughs) um somehow it turned into like candy and you know an an excuse for adults to dress up weird yeah (laughs) um and so i think as we approach uh, christmas uh the celebration of the birth of jesus the messiah um we could just like not think about it until it's there, <laughs> but part of the anticipate anticipate. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> I got him. <laughs>
1: I made oh, it's karma. I made fun of you.
0: <laughs> Full circle
1: anticipation.
0: Yeah, or anticipatory.
1: Why does that sound weird to me? I don't oh know. my goodness! Um, it gives anticipation and meeting meaning and intentionality to the holiday, and so um, it's just like anything. If you're awaiting it, any. Meaningful thing. What you do as it arrives is going to make the particular thing more meaningful. Um, and so that's just how I wanted to start. Is it's coming up on the, the holiday, Christmas season. I thought we could talk about what it means to align ourselves, uh, maybe in some of the right ways as opposed to some of the wrong ways.
0: Yeah, and you referred to kind of making the holiday more meaningful, and I think of uh, the formative aspect of how it prepares our reception of that said holiday. Um, you know, whether we, we need to be, uh, especially around like Easter, we do this with Lent. Um, you know, you're leading up to the moments when Christ willingly got on the cross. And so you're humble and you're, you're, you're considering, considering your sins and, um likewise we get to move forward with hope and w- what's interesting is what was ringing around my head was this idea that we still very much have something to anticipate and it's the second coming of Christ so in in a lot of ways some of these practices i think also point us forward to that
1: yeah well yeah and they have you know dual meanings as there's an already not yet and you see in scripture god creating uh, festivals, and you know, every year or every seven years, every forty-nine. I mean, there's rhythms of time that God put in place to remember His prior works or look forward to His future works and give meaning to this community. And so, I think some of us can say, "Well, I don't, I don't really like that. That kind of sounds forced, or the church calendar can feel a little archaic, or whatever." But we're all part of a particular calendar, and we are being, you know, shaped by it. <laughs> so. I mean, I'd rather just be shaped by the church calendar rather than the American one. Sure, but I mean, I like you know, I like green things for. Same,
0: same, I like the fireworks. March one. Yeah, the March.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was I spent a couple of years in Chicago, and they would literally dye the river green. Oh my! So gosh. I don't even want to know like what how that was possible Um, (laughs) yeah and so Advent has been a long standing Christian tradition Um, it's marked by expectation and examination Um, in the middle ages um, it was marked with the fasting and disciplines based on Matthew 26 41 which says watch and pray Um, and so there's the idea that we could posture ourselves in a particular way to celebrate Christmas um, in a Christ centered way so one of the tools that UFC has used for that in the past is something that's called Advent Conspiracy. <laughs> and we talked about how the word conspiracy is just maybe not the, the, the best word because uh, it just feels like a conspiracy theory that Advent is that. <laughs> and
0: Listen, they are only conspiracy theories until they're true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they're stories. <laughs> um, and so the Advent Conspiracy is a particular, um, I don't know even what to call it, movement program that came out of a church in Portland called Imago day and um, their their pillars are worship fully spend less give more and love all and it's the idea if if all the energy and money and time that we as Americans gave to Christmas as kind of a consumeristic holiday if that were to be instead of spent there reserved and then given to a bigger cause, and in a way that would love our neighbors and help keep us focused on the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Which, oh man. Cheesy movies. Yeah, and our, our- <laughs> oh man, I could go down like the Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Holidays thing. Anyways, um, and so we've done that for a little while. And as a, as a church, I mean, if you're with UFC, you would Advent Conspiracy would sound familiar. Um, we do a number of things. The first every year is we take an offering, a particular offering. And that money that's given in addition to our regular ties is specifically reserved to go outward to the city or the world meeting needs. And we have lots of stories. Um, there are nonprofits that are still using resources that we bought them or buildings that we helped construct um, to care for those around us in, in Eugene and all around the world, India, um, all the other places, Iceland that we, that we've given to. Um, and so we, uh, this year we're not doing anything, you know, from the pulpit or anything major like explicit to to walk through advent but we are inviting our people to participate in advent conspiracy in kind of a low-key way Um, so we're taking the offering we are working with angel tree um, which i think aubrey is helping to head that up Um, we're giving some effort and resources to the eugene mission i know they have a lot of needs they're looking to um, build out a women's life change program there. They have a men's life change program. That's, that's been pretty successful. Um, we're giving some funds to Dove Medical and resources. They're constantly looking for ways to expand. I mean, that's a huge area of need is um, single moms and those deciding what to do with pregnancies. Um, South Eugene High School and then, and then to India. So for the listeners, uh, there'll be stuff coming down the pipe of ways you can partner with that and give. Um, money or time or energy to some of these church-wide initiatives. Um, But I also want to invite us just into the simple practice of trying to pay attention to what we're giving ourselves to this Christmas (laughs) and what, what is influencing the way we spend our time and our money. And what if we did have a little bit of intentionality around the season and tried to keep that Christ centered um, not just by saying Merry Christmas, but in how we spend our money and our time, what we're focusing on. And um, UFC in the past has been extremely generous uh, in this regard as well.
0: Yeah, last year was one of the first years uh, my wife and I tried to start establishing rhythms around the Christmas season. And, uh, you know, we have three kids now. We had two, I think, the last one was on the way at the time. And we started thinking about, like, how do we make this about what it's about? How do we make this about Christ? How do we make this about the hope that we live by every single day and not just— um, catharsis or nostalgia or traditions or what we get that year. And th- I'll be honest with you. This is um, pretty be honest. <laughs> Everything else I've said at this point is a bold faced lie, but this is the truth. Um, this kind of conversation elicits a really visceral response from people. When you start touching Christmas, you know, and there's, there's other other things that, that you can do that. And, and people kind of come out of their skin a little bit, but when you start talking about, Hey, we don't, we don't want a ton of gifts this year. We don't, you know, we, we want to read the Christmas story, like the Bible one. Um, we want to talk to our kids about what is important. We want to have time in prayer um, around the gospel instead of, you know, and you know, they can be benign or they can be malignant, But, you know, instead of spending hours eating, watching movies and playing board games and receiving piles of goods, which, you know, again, rooted in generosity, in community, and and there are good ways those things can be done, but in their worst state. And, um, And I truly believe that the intentionally spending that time in that way... Forms your attitudes around why are we doing this? Why, and then you pass that on to the next generation. You know, my memories of Christmas were lots of gifts, fun, movies, games, but it at n- 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 no point in time do I remember the gospel being the point of Christmas. And I grew up in
1: Christian right. home, you know, yeah, the incarnation, <laughs> yeah, no big deal, uh, the, <laughs> the promised Messiah. <laughs> I mean, it's the ultimate. <laughs> The ultimate coming, and um, I don't know. I wanted to start here, but in Luke two nineteen, I don't think we talked about this yet. We didn't. <laughs> I try to have a Bible verse because we talk about the Bible. It's a fun book. I've heard sermons on this, uh, whatever. But Luke two nineteen, um, Jesus Jesus has been born. The shepherds and angels have come. The angels are saying some stuff. Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. She earlier had just given her, you know, her song of praise, the Magnificent. And, uh, you know, just a really cool, cool picture of Mary treasuring and pondering the words and what's happening. And, um, man, I mean, I could not even begin to put myself in her shoes. (laughs) a teenage mom. And I, I mean, there's way too many things that I don't understand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Culturally (laughs) being a man, whatever. And, um, man, to just take in that moment of trying to process the reality of what is happening. And we have those moments in our life where something really important is happening and we just feel so checked out emotionally. (laughs) I mean, that happens to me, I think, way more than I I would want to ever tell anyone of feeling like I'm watching some special moment and it just not even registering Doesn't land. in me. Um, you know, I think I've already talked to my, to my wife about this, but having our second kid, I just kind of looked at it and I was just like, oh, there's my kid. Like, yeah. I was like, Where, where's all the the feelings, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they've since arrived just so you know, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I but, gotta call <laughs> But you know, if what could happen is we we keep our days going the same just as they are, we go to work, we come home, we do the things, we blah blah blah, we buy. Oh, oh it's Christmas! We gotta go. We gotta buy gifts for Aunt Sue and Punch somebody at Black Friday. At yeah, Target. we gotta. It's Christmas Eve. I gotta go buy some for someone, and like there's pressure on us to show up a certain way and then it's Christmas and then it's just like family drama. And so I just want to invite us simply as a church to, uh, I think my invitation is just to think critically. Like, What are you choosing to prioritize? What are you choosing to value? And um, if you are going to enjoy some of the cool things of American culture in the holiday season, go for it. But, but just think critically about what you're doing and then consider um, some some shifts in how you spend your time and energy and money and focus so that it can be Christ centered Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, in and, and watch home alone. And uh, absolutely. And <laughs> gremlins Grim, and die hard. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> Christ centered. Like oh, sorry. Home alone. <laughs> <laughs> they go to church.
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one exercise that has been a helpful, uh, kind of, partner in my life has been asking myself, what is this forming in me? And there are things that I can go, oh, nothing. I'm just entertaining myself. And sometimes that's okay. And then other times I'm like, this is not balanced. But yeah, ask yourself, what is this forming in me? What are the traditions that I've built with my family, whether I have a spouse or kids or older kids or grown kids with their own kids, like what am I building Um, and to use the worn out adage, the best time
1: to plant a tree was yesterday. The second best time is today. That's so worn out. It is. I've heard that so many times. Oh my (laughs) gosh.
0: And it's good. It's a good one. Anyways, you know, it's not too late to, to kind of take control a little bit and go, all right, I'm going to bring this into submission to Christ and into his word and, um, make some changes this year that is going to prepare me for the good news that this season is all about.
1: Yeah, yeah, and this is something that we have done as a church and are doing again this year, and so you're. I think I'm putting the pressure on you to put this podcast out before November 28. I so.
0: smell it. Yeah, I smell it. <laughs> I knew that coming in, but then
1: once we started talking, there's no going back. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> like getting someone trapped in your car, and you're like, "Oh, well, we're actually going here, here, here." So, yep. yeah, I love that. I think anything we can do to um to reframe our minds and our hearts uh in alignment with Christ. We need to be doing that. And there's as part from Easter, there's no greater time to do that, I think, than Christmas. Let's do it. All right, Gerald Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you talking about Advent and uh reminding us what this is all about.
1: Readvent your Christmas.
0: Readvent your Christmas. <laughs> Hashtag readventation. That'll take off. All right. We'll see you next time.